shook. So this chick was telling her, tell me, Adi, oh, I've got to go and work. I've got this shoot. <laughs> like, shoot Kitugani, man. He's like, cancel the shoot. I'm like, call those oh guys. Oh, my God. Cancel the shoot. Okay. I'll bring a corsage. I said, I'll bring a corsage. Then I bring a corsage. I brought something. I said, I'll pick you up in a limo. And so I said, okay. Hello everyone, this is the Susie Wokabi podcast that we've all been waiting for for a while now and here I am um, with my lovely family and this is episode one and why I thought it was important to bring them in is for you to you guys to get to know me and um, where I come from. I come now only you. So hi Maceo. Hi. <laughs> it's because it's the Susie Wakabi podcast. And this is Nate. And this is the father and husband, Eric. Which camera do I look like? <laughs> Just look so, this is this is the Susie Wakabi um, family. How is it? The Eric and Susie Wakabi family. Hi, babe. Hi, everyone. Hi, babe. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. Mm. So it's been a long time coming. Let I know, I know, and everyone's been chomping at the bit. So yes. I'm excited. <laughs> Are you? I am. We've been talking about this for years. I so know. I'm glad now it's finally taking shape. Yeah. Mm. Now they get to know us. That's right. And uh, me in a different way. Okay. Yeah. That's true. So. Um, this is your life. This is my life. This is my life. And we met, um, we met a uh, hundred and seven years ago, maybe. 2005, six. Yeah. Funny enough, so he, um, Eric was in school with my elder sisters. We sort of knew each other through the years, but from a distance. And then um, met in the States, we met in the States. And then um, he I sort tuned, of... I tuned her. He, he just like... <laughs> You. Captured me. <laughs> I went in 2006, I'm going to say. By 2007, we were engaged. That's right. And I wanted to, I knew I wanted to come home from the US. And then um, he got transferred and brought us home. And then we produced these lovelies. You guys want to introduce yourselves? No. Who are you? I miss you. So basically, <laughs> I'm a nice guy. You can trust me. Never vote, mommy. Just me. Vote? <laughs> I don't vote. <laughs> there you go. I'm usually Stop. just playing video games with my friends. Always. And then. 94 hours a day. Mm. But then I go outside. Really? Every day. With guns at your head. What do you mean? We have to force you. <laughs> no. Okay, and you? And you? Who are you? Um, me, I'm Nate. Just do everything that, that Maceo said, but then now without Maceo. And you see, <laughs> outside, um, <laughs> Maceo never comes. He, he comes like, he gets three hours of sunlight a week. <laughs> so, <laughs> here we are. Minimum. In, in, in the COVID days. One millisecond. That's right. And stuck in very close quarters. 
and we have to deal with this madness. <laughs> so, and then um, we have to keep kicking them out of the house sometimes. Me. What Both you, of you. What do you guys know about mom's podcast? I was just told about it today. Oh, today? Mm. That's not true. And you next? We've been planning I it for... Tomorrow. You? I mean yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what a podcast is? Do you? Like a live you guys, stream. You guys know about... No, not quite. Yeah, YouTube stuff. Yeah, they uh, yeah. They, they were just excited. They're going to be on TV or on YouTube or something. Mm. Right? Unless you think he's famous. <laughs> Why are you famous? Because. What? Your hair? He's a model. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell. He's a, he's a, hair, mo- he's a hair, hair model for Marini, and that we'll talk about next week because um, we'll have um, somebody interesting. Wait, there's one, once a week? Every week. Yep. So we'll be doing this um, every week. Um, season one has 12 episodes. Um, I'm already planning season two, 12 more episodes, and um, it's extremely exciting and extremely interesting. I didn't realize how many things and people I'd seen throughout the what past 13 years. 13 years of, uh, of fashion, being back home. And business. Susie, and business and entrepreneurship and Suzy Beauty and all the rest of it. So, babies, have you had enough? Yeah. Can I talk to Dad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See you, okay. Okay. Bye bye. Watch, watch the wires. <laughs> Thanks for your input. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. bye. <laughs> you can go back outside. <laughs> so, babe, mm. do you remember? In January of 2009, when I woke up one morning and told you, I'm just going to make my own. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> we were still living on uh, Riara. Riara. Riara, yeah. And uh, we just woken up, I think. I and I'm like, I'm fed up. Going to work or something. Yeah. Mm. Putting on my suit. Exactly. He used to wear a suit every day. <sighs> another story. Poor guy. Another mm. story for another mm. day. Sorry. Mm. Oh. Um, but then, so... Because, yeah, this retail cosmetic space was just so not good. Like, all, remember, all the products I was finding are so expensive. Correct. Not for us. Apparently, this is not something I just came up with either. Kathy told me, I told her many years before that I would one day have my own product brand. You knew. So then... Kathy knew. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so you, um, fortunately, were working at the time, mm. and what did you tell me when I said that weird statement? I said, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Abisa. I know. Because you were a bit freaked out. I was. I'm like, I'm doing this. And you're like, yeah, I, I remember, do it, babe. I remember you were crying, but oh, I need to be able to make money. I want to be able to. And I was like, go. Yeah, and also rest, like not I can't be the only one suffering in mm. the industry because I need it for my work and I need it for my personal self. Correct. So I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. And then I did the R and D. Remember, I was working on the on the Patricia show. Pregnant. Who's pregnant with Maceo? I have had Maceo. He's a baby. Yeah. Suckling baby. Yeah. Months and I was old. just like on my laptop. For months and so then this was 2010. 2010. Mm. 
<laughs> Why are we so crazy? Yeah, and then Suzy Beauty was created. You were, f- fortunately, I had you in order to make me know how to, like, one, register a business, like, create the trademark, do the legalities, because mm-hmm. those were important. Right. Not everyone knows that. Yeah, we started doing, yeah, the, the, the back end work, business plans, we had to do. Yeah. Projections. Yeah. All the yucky costing everything. Ops, yeah. Finance sourcing yuckiness. Stuff. Yes. Yeah. And then so yes, I was sourcing um, manufacturers because we found out very quickly yeah. that we couldn't manufacture here. Yes, we went to the University of Nairobi. We yeah. to the you got me to uh, through come out to yeah. to the uni- university of I can't remember his name, the pro- top professor yeah. in chemistry. Yeah. And we went through my ingredients list, and he's like, yeah, no, nothing not available, happen, yeah, nothing available. Yeah, yeah. But that also did one thing for us. It also showed us that uh, we didn't necessarily want to get into the manufacturing. Yeah. Because that's a whole other... Ball game. Yeah. And then... At least not initially. Reinventing a wheel that doesn't need to be reinvented. Yeah, and luckily you understood that this brand building, that's a whole separate conversation from... Uh, going to just stamp my logo on something yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so but year one was my favorite year because of the creative bit of it because i was doing the product you know the the logo creation the color you know dealing with all that stuff um year two i was testing product where we had gone to china and hong kong twice America, we started in the US. Oh, we went to America as well. I remember California. Ooh, those bad factories. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was, like, there was like powder on yeah, tables. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was a mess. Okay, yeah. so we, el- uh, like we, el- we were going eliminating. Mm. And then found the people who would understand that they're going according to the specs that we've created. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then we had a line. I remember. And then I tested it the next year. On me. I was the first tester. Oh, poor... I know. So, like, poor guy. Like, like literally. Like, the lipstick. There's one color that... Like, the, his shade of color yeah, is a lipstick. lot of people's color. Why are you guys laughing? So, I had to... Like, <laughs> I've S- tried it. I've tried lipstick. SB70. I'm in touch And he's the perfect shade. I'm in touch with Zama was perfect on his lips. Like, poor guy. Like, so sweet. Yeah. I remember once brushing my teeth and I think I put some... Her makeup something. Oh, it was a chemistry lab. Because <laughs> the bathroom just had jars everywhere. Yeah, chemistry lab. I don't know how you kept track. Yeah. Had little numbers and yeah, little yeah, yeah. codes. And, and that was too easy for me. I'm like, yeah. of course, like, why would you even touch that? Like, of course not. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, and then we did, um, year three was fundraising, which was evil. That was a tough year. Um, and I could never have done it without you anywhere near me yeah so a lot of pitching yeah a lot of um possible investors who gave us offers which we refused which we agreed to which we didn't know which and we're learning on the job as well correct actually i must say it was good that we were a team and we were together in our thinking because many of them were telling us to change our business model 
They're telling us to change, change my design, creative stuff. Yeah. Change the colors. The colors of the, the logo. Change the logo. Change, change, change the, the logo. name. Change the name. Mm. And we stuck to our guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also inside of the investment bit, we stuck to our guns of what we wanted to do with the business. Right. So right. we were kind of particular about that. Yeah. Then okay. Which so is an important lesson for anybody who's starting out to know. Absolutely. You have to know when to stick to your guns and when to compromise. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But stick to your guns is a big Just component. be the, like the extreme clarity. Yeah. And especially because in the market we are in, there was no, it's not like we met somebody who's ran a big cosmetics brand before who no, says my no. recommendation we is. Ha- we had, we we had nothing before. to go by. Yeah, there's no precedent. No, yeah. it was mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. That's why it's yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll always be able to see that. First. <laughs> first. Um, now, then we ran it together for the four years, whatever it was. Yeah. And we had the invest we had the investors in place, but very like you know, the alignment was a problem. Alignment is not just about money. I mean, uh, investing is not just about money. Finding the right investor. Yeah. There has to be, you have to be here. Yeah. And and then that didn't happen for us. Yeah. For all of them, then we came across the Flame Tree Group, and it it was actually like it was. Yeah, we kind of had hands tied behind our back for, if I'm not wrong, like we had to figure out something really quick to do this mm. really well in order for the brand to continue Yeah, and so, not die. Yeah, I agree. So we were up to our necks in debt, loans, etc. Yeah, and, and even just like our ability, our capabilities. Mm. Had finished. Like, <laughs> they had fi- like we, we were squeezed to, to, the, the, end. End. to the, it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We couldn't yeah. do anything more. So well, I think it was more, uh, what's the word? It, it was driven by money. You know, because if you have money, you can throw money at a problem. You can hire the right yeah. uh, skill sets, yeah. etc. But uh, we just couldn't afford them at the time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if, if I was asked, like, I would never have been, had that CEO title, yeah. which I was forced to have. Correct. Because the we investors, couldn't, investors we couldn't, have to see the CEO. Exactly. And then we couldn't afford to hire a CEO. Mm-hmm. So I had to be that. Mm-hmm. And also, I am, so I'm learning on the job what a CEO does. <laughs> but net, 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 it's, it's a great thing. Yeah. Because when you bootstrap, as they call it, mm-hmm. you learn everything, right? Yeah. So no one can come and tell you later, oh, no, no, you need to do, you should do. Yeah. You can always... Uh, well, oh, no. And, and I, love, I love that we learned so much on the job yeah. that... Very few people, even now, can tell us something. Right, right. Something about a thing. Yeah. Because we learned too much on on the job. Like it wasn't, we went to college. Yep, so you have an educated, a very good understanding of how the business should be yeah. in certain aspects of it. So yeah. anyway, so Flame Tree Group took over the brand and me. And then you... Kicked me out. N- no! <laughs> never that, never that. <laughs> And then you mm. went on to do a million other things. I did. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still doing a billion things, yeah. which is crazy. Like, so, go on. As, as you remember, maybe, uh, I guess our personality is me. I was trying to do the cowboy never say die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
so you know and I felt the fact that I'm not going to be part of the brand I felt you know it's sad whatever but but who who knew that the fact that uh, this is something that we both came to discover the fact that we go from this was a, an investor's dream where you go from a concept to an exit yeah uh, so we had gone from a concept, a complete idea, through to an exit with uh, into a listed company. Entrepreneurs, if when when they heard your company, your brand has been acquired, Bad. freaked List, out. Listed company. Freaked listed out. Listed company. Yeah. So that's good. because that they're like, how on earth did you even get that done? So yeah. it's it's uh, yeah, that's yet another. Like what notch in our build? Correct. I'm gonna so, say. So, to, to so to your question, uh, after that, I spent a lot of time within the uh, uh, sort of incubation startup space, which there's a lot of in Kenya. Mm. Most people think of when they think of incubation, they know iHubs and the Nai Labs, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. But uh, and a lot of these guys, these these communities exist because of what they call networks. And networks sit around and they talk about their battles mm, mm. and somewhere in those battles they kept looking for stories that they could hang their their dreams to mm, mm. and they'd look around and they wouldn't see many in fact there's almost very very few in Kenya yeah uh, there was Susie Beauty so I found myself in that space where people say just tell us your story and this will invite you as well tell yeah, us yeah how you that's did true it. because you know before they'd call you know CEO of XYZ bank or MD of this big operation. They want a, the founder of this thing yeah, that got in, this in thing the, done. In the trenches. Because yeah, when yeah. you have a CEO, you come in as a CEO and you run a big corporation mm-hmm. that, you know. Then you have your big fat salary. Yeah, the head of, uh, of let me not name banks, but you, you never started a business on, mm. from, 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 from start. So that was, that was interesting. I spent a lot of space, time in that space. I went back to my small passions, my hobby. Which uh, is? Well, I love to farm, as you know. Yes. I was in the shamba, <laughs> yeah. a pair of gum boots and a hat, uh-huh. and, uh, and 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 my cigar business. Yes. So my cigar business, well, you know, it's got its own. Uh, and <laughs> it's still and and it's still here. Yeah, still here. Which I love. Yeah, I, I think I'm still one of the only few. I mean, uh, cigars are extra cigar. stinky to me, but then you love them <laughs> and. <laughs> It's yeah. paid school fees. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then over time, I was trying to utilize a lot of my own skills. And then I got into the consulting business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a part of a design consulting team that's called Marathon Partners. Which is amazing, I think. It is, it is. So we spend our time just trying to teach people, teach businesses how to focus on your customer experiences. Yeah. Now, other guys sitting around here might not think about customer experience as a big thing. Because what you do, you guys put fun, funky images up and people see nice things and they feel good. And then when people feel good, they hopefully buy into your product. Mm-hmm. But when you're a bank, no one feels good about banking products, for the most part, for example. Yeah. Uh, a lot of products are designed to make money or to resolve a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that do? It leaves the customer sitting there pissed off, frustrated. Mm-hmm standing in banking lines mm-hmm. or in a banking app that doesn't work efficiently. Mm-hmm. So we, we are teaching them I'm the one. <laughs> customer I'm, I'm experience. That, I'm that person. We are all that person, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not dumping on banks, but uh, no, I say banks because for where we stand, we focused on financial services because they're heavily tech-driven. They are, they're very many. There's 42 banks in Kenya. Mm-hmm. So the competition is st- stiff. Mm-hmm. A lot of regulation. So, you know, you go to bank one or bank two, interest rates are the same. Yeah. 
So we come and say, what's the difference between me going to this bank or that bank? It's about customer experience. Yeah. They go there, they treat me well, they know how my problems, they mm-hmm. understand how... Yeah, so we do service, so, we do customer experience, service design, and we solve for those kind of things. And where, and where can they find you? Marathonxp.com. That's Perfect. A, uh, it's funny we call ourselves. You have, you have, you have such a, a <laughs> and also such an awesome team. Yeah, yeah, team a very cracked uh, team of guys. So and and also in this in this COVID situation, you guys have been diligent about having your daily meetings, Every day. and I love it. Yeah, yeah, but we, we uh, so part of our, our our multidisciplinary team where we have we we go from the brand to customer experience to what we call talent experience, the, the people who work within your organization, mm-hmm. all the way through to digital design, because that's most, most things are digital these days, right? Mm. And we have, tell that story across the board. And our team are fantastic guys. I know. Years you of guys experience. are serious. Yeah, yeah. So we have big clients. We have clients like KCB and like Absa Bank and mm-hmm. like Safaricom and mm-hmm. Telcom and PwC and, and on and on. So pe- people are, are hearing what we say. Yeah. Of course, it's hard to sell. You have you have you have your own competition, of course. Oh, huge, big competition. And then you're competing, like nicely yeah, with yeah. them. We're up against the big boys. Yeah. The biggest. And I love it. Multi uh, these global so, brands. So so back yeah. to yeah. So back to uh, I guess even like our Suzy Beauty days. Like we had only international. We've only had international brands to compete with. Exactly. So for me, this is not a new territory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so you to bring being... that to them also. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And we're a small company and, and learning how to be a small crack team that can take on the big guys. I love it. It, it helps that we're local. People appreciate that. Yeah. Um, it helps that we can speak their language. Because when you talk about customer experience, you can't have a Mozungu jet in from London to come and tell you how Kenyans want to do have an experience. Yeah. Yeah. Of course not. People try and then it bombs. And you've seen many products that bomb in this country. Hey. And brands. Yeah. And that's why you guys did what you're doing yeah. and I love it so much. Yeah. And congratulations. Thank you, eh? And uh, when I can afford you, then uh, By the way, bring your stuff to us. You'll <laughs> go from this trajectory to this. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you are so bomb. So that's why I keep you around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, baby. All right. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you for being here for hey, my listen, first episode. Good luck with this podcast. I think yeah. it's be huge. Thank you. You know, I worry about positioning and things, certain things. Yeah. I give her a lot of hard time when I see certain things. I'm like, no, no, we got to clean that up. Yeah. And she's like, come on, that's it. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, we, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Because I know you know you know me. Yes. And you know the brand and correct. you know where I need to go. So correct, correct. Although, you know, you also understand it yourself and you, you always tell me it's it's authenticity. So yeah. you don't want to come across as somebody else, but uh, which is it's good. I guess that's complimentary, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're together. Yeah. Are we together? Yeah, Kabisa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetie All right. bye. So, I need them to know how well you know me. Oh dear. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, 
Tell me. I should have been drinking whiskey for this interview. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You, well, she, li- she likes me when I drink whiskey. Because you're such a, f- uh, f- a happy drunk. I'm a happy drunk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. what's my favorite color? Oh, because that would be somewhere between black and pink. Black. Let me say black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where did we have our first date? Oh, that's easy. But, well, hey. No, yeah, our first date is uh, we went to Peppy and, uh, Peppy and Amber's wedding. Where? At uh, Brooklyn Bot- Botanical Garden. No, Bronx. Oh, this is the Bronx. Okay, it's a botanical garden. It was in Brooklyn Botanical the Brooklyn Botanical Garden. The Bronx. Bronx. Okay, Bronx Botanical Garden. <laughs> but it was a wedding. Our first date was a wedding. Yep. I picked it up in a limo. What? What? Hey. I was shook. So this chick <laughs> was telling her, tell me, Ali, oh, I've got to go and work. I've got this shoot. Remember, like, shoot Kitugani, man. He's like, cancel the shoot. I'm like, call those oh guys. Oh, my God. Cancel the shoot. <laughs> okay. I'll bring a corsage. I said, I'll bring a corsage. Then I corsage. I brought something. <laughs> I said, I'll pick you up in a limo. And so I said, okay. And so came, like, it was like, like, um, Stretch. pretty woman. Yeah, yeah, like, came there. Yeah. Did we have drinks in the back? Probably not. That was oh, the problem. No, when we were coming back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. I love it. Yeah, yeah. What are my biggest pet peeves? Oh, eyebrows. <laughs> oh, okay, good one. That is right. Next. Oh, dear. Uh, eyebrows. Uh, on the wall. Oh, crooked pictures. No. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they climb. Oh, uh, geckos. That's not a peeve. That's just a fear. She can't stand geckos and lizards and crawly things. And amphibians. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's true. My favorite celebs. Okay, Beyonce has to be in there. <laughs> and it has to be Lily, Lily Singh. <laughs> it has to be... Uh, huh. Okay, but, but those those are the main two. A rapper. Oh, M M M N L. Someone who died. Oh, Prince, Prince, for sure, Prince. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody who um, I look up to in the makeup industry. Bob Bobby Brown. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. okay, how many cats have I had? Okay, so there was Dinah, mm-hmm. there was Dongo and Duta, mm-hmm. there was uh, Pia, Tutsi, and that's, uh, the other one, this guy, Sabi. Mm-hmm. And? I, don't know, I can think of six. You can see a small one? Bags. Bags is transition. Bags doesn't live here. Bags is uh, he's passing through. So, he's passing. how many? He's passing through. <laughs> No more. <laughs> I guess he knows me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows me well. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Okay. So am I? Am I you passed. I can go now. Can I go now? You can. I passed. You passed. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> My amazing support system. Um, that's actually a fraction of them because you know they're still my mom. They're still my siblings, but. Um, this is me, um, just about me. And um, so I was born in Nakuru, lived there for literally less than a year, moved, moved to Nairobi. My dad was in the army. And so 
um, raised in Nairobi. I went to Consolata Nursery School, Consolata Primary School, Kianda High School. I'm very, and I'm not a Catholic, <laughs> so funny enough. And then um, I went to USIU. Um, I did I did USIU um, three years here in Nairobi. And then um, my final year, I had the option of going to the US because my mom worked for the World Bank for so many years and she was being transferred to Washington DC to work there. And I had the option of staying here and finishing or finishing then, those many years ago, there was a campus in San Diego. Of course, I opted to go to San Diego because um, I was willing to spread my wings and then be released from my five parents. I say five parents because mother, father, and three siblings, I'm the last born and completely had five parents. So um, went there, did that, had the time of my life, um, even here. Um, Yosayu here was amazing. Like um, uh, the college experience, like I, you know, if if I had the choice, I might not have done it. But I, I, I listened to my parents, and they said I have to have a college degree, and so I did. It was in international relations. That's what I studied, <laughs> and obviously did nothing with it ever. Handed my degree to the parents, and then went to venture into the world. My first job out of college was, I was a headhunter. How funny is that? Like, I used to look for jobs for people who did IT work. So I'd be like, you know, cold calling different corporate companies and being like, hi, oh, you look, you were looking for a five-year visual basic, like programmer or like this networker. And then I placed them into the jobs. So that was actually my first experience in corporate America. Thereafter, quit that, moved to the East Coast. My sister um, worked in fashion. And she had this amazing like fashion life. And uh, I used to look at, look at it um, and be like, I want that. But I also don't know what it is. And I don't know... Um, what fashion is. I don't love, I'm not, I'm not a fashionista. I wouldn't call myself that. But I know there's something about um, that world that I wanted a part of. So came to find out that fashion is so many things. It's, it's apparel, it's um, eyewear, it's cosmetics. Um, so it's many things. So my first job in cosmetics was I worked for Clinique. They like trained me from scratch, which was amazing. Um, I also worked for MAC for many years. Um, and that was great, but I also realized what I didn't like and I didn't like working in retail. So I was concentrating on the corporate space and I, I mean, I was working for like all these eyewear companies, funny enough. So it was a showroom manager in one company. It was a, a, an office manager in another company. They trained me in product development. Um, and I keep saying, your bucket is just like, you have to just keep filling it. So every, every single experience I've had has led me to where I am today. So those are so important because 
who'd have thought that I would be developing my own product one day? And that completely helped me with it. So um, anyway, ended up moving back home um, in 2007 and was working as a, a makeup artist in the industry. At that time, the, the beauty industry was so infantile. There was literally um, maybe four or five professional makeup artists. And we all worked together. We all did the things together. We gave each other jobs that we couldn't do. Um, and it was such a s sweet time compared to and now I could not imagine being an artist in the industry because there's, I mean, everyone comes up every day thinking that they're a makeup artist or a stylist or an event planner and it's just, uh, just too packed, right? Um, so anyway, so I, yeah, I came and hit the ground running, was working with all the media houses and um, TV stations, all the good stuff and got a lot of good gigs quite fast because I came with a great portfolio and lots of makeup and and I could do and and could do the work well and then um yes found this gap in the retail cosmetic space and that's where Eric came in and I mean I told him I have to make my own and that's where Suzy Beauty was born and um so that's my firstborn um, and as you, you've seen the other babies, so Maceo is my second born and Nate is my third born. <laughs> I don't know if there'll be more borns, but not for sure. <laughs> but yes, so that's been that journey. And then through the years, um, I've grown a brand from scratch, which makes me very proud and very happy um, because it wasn't done before it's kenya's first beauty brand i'll always be able to say that and that makes me just ecstatic and then um i've i've gone all over the world all over the place because of suzy beauty and i've gone talking i talk a lot if you can't tell i've i've been on all sorts of panels i've been to like countries i'd never thought i'd be to um because they called me to you know go and 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 speak and and speak the the word of um, Suzy Beauty and, and, and Africa. They don't know about Africa out there. So it's been, it's, been, it's been so great to be able to tell people like what we have and what we do and how much we have going on for ourselves. So I take every opportunity and I probably have never said no to any interview, to any you know, place, a conference I'm called to to any panel I'm put on. Um, and that's been also my, sort of my PR strategy through the years because um, I've never done any paid advertising for myself or for Suzy Beauty. And they, they take me to these places and do these things with me and they learn about me and then the brand gets exposed. And then I, in 20, 18, I'm going to say, um, had this revelation where I'm like, you know what, at some point, I'm going to have to separate Suzy Wakabi from Suzy Beauty because even when I go to a place, they're like, oh, hi, Suzy Beauty. And I'm like, um, yeah, my name is, uh, my last name is not Beauty, but I'll take it. That means good brand building. I've got that done. Um, but still, Suzy Wakabi, and Suzy Beauty had to 
had to uh, uh, become two separate entities. And so I developed um, like a, a website, suziwakabi.com. Um, and thank you, Agri. He, he's the one who did it for me. And so just to, to publicize myself as an individual, separate from Suzy Beauty, the brand, because they're two different brands. And that's where we are today. And now I'm able to do so many more things outside of Suzy Beauty, which but Suzy Beauty don't even, don't even um, fret. Suzy Beauty is always at my side, under my armpit. <laughs> um, I'll always take care of her, she's my firstborn. But I have so many other things to do, including something like this. Who'd have thought, who'd have thunk it? Um, so yeah, here we are today. Um, a lot is still going on and keep listening because I have so many incredible guests for this entire season. You guys are going to be shook and learn so much as well as I will. I'm always learning. I learn every day. Um, and so yes, I have amazing people to put in front of you. And so look out, keep looking out, keep playing with me. And here we are, the Suzy Wokabi podcast, episode one.